Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Offline. Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Dakota. You've spent your week with your head in the clouds. And now it's time for us to bring you... <gasps> Down, Down to, to Nerd. Nerd. There it is. Nailed uh, it. Nailed it. All right, cool. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of Down to Nerd. I'm Chris, and joined with me is my esteemed co-host and friend, Dakota. How are you doing, Dakota? Hey, I'm doing well. Definitely hanging in there. Hey, glad to hear it. That is uh, that is all we can do. Uh, happy December. Uh, we have almost made it to the end of this uh, wild whirlwind of a year, closer than we've ever been. Uh almost out of the thick of it, but uh, I gotta tell you, Dakota, uh, is uh, the holiday season approaches, and uh, uh, you know, uh, start thinking about kind of the, the cool things that we can reflect upon this year. I've got one thing on my mind lately, and that that is video game consoles. Mm. Uh, you know, I have been a bit obsessive uh, about just, like, researching, like, the Xbox Series X, the Series S, and the, the PlayStation 5. And uh, I think I have a scenario for both of what I would do. Hmm. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, so, let's hear it. All right. So if, if you twisted my arm and you said, Chris, you got to pick an Xbox, I think I would buy an Xbox Series S. Really? I, I like the way it looks. I like the little, like, black, like, fan heat sink thing going on on top um i don't know like there's just like a few core games i really like on the xbox uh i just don't see the reason to go 4k but on the flip side i think that if i could pick anyone i want i would get the full-blown playstation 5 with the disc drive so you're like you're on two ends of the spectrum there (laughs) in terms of everything which is insane Literally, I feel like I'm playing a Price is Right game right now. It's like on the Xbox, I go low, and on the PlayStation, I I go full on out. But here, here my rationale, if you could, it it might be a bumpy road, but I'm gonna get through it. Yeah, I wanna so, I wanna lay it on me. So, all right, I'm laying it on you. So, in in looking at them, I really feel like the Xbox. Series S and the Xbox Series X, it's like almost I feel like the Series S, you could call it the Xbox One X Pro, <laughs> if that makes sense. That's definitely like, a mouthful. Just, it is a mouthful. Glad they didn't call it that, but I feel like they basically could. Like the, you know, obviously you've got like, you know, the save state features. You can, you know, uh, have more powerful gaming, but on the Xbox One X, you could do 4K gaming. Obviously, you have a little bit more headroom, whether it's being displayed in 2K or in 4K, depending on if you go with the Series S or the Series X. 
But it's like an improvement on current gen hardware. Whereas the more I look at the PlayStation 5, where I found them very comparable in the past, and I know on paper the Xbox like Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5, like, you know, in some ways. Um the PlayStation 5 feels like the most comprehensive next generation package, like from the the super advanced controller with the resist resistive triggers, mm-hmm. like the the way it looks, which is I don't know. Some days I look at it and I'm like, okay, it looks pretty cool. And other days I look at it and I'm like, what what is this? You know? But Seeing what it is, I I think it's the route I would go, and I would get it with the disk drive, just because since games are starting to push from the sixty dollar, like pricing schema into closer to like seventy dollars, I would like to have physical discs. So I don't know. Hopefully, our our boy Reggie Fizeme, uh, former uh, president of Nintendo of North America, who's now on the board of directors for GameStop, can save GameStop. So I can continue to trade in games. Yeah. <laughs> so I so, can use them to do games to get some kind of return on investment. So I guess that makes it's basically what you would be saving in getting the entry uh, Xbox Series S console, which does not have a hard drive. Basically, you're you're going the ultimate cheap route, but with the intention of you're going to have to buy games digitally or subscribe to like the xbox game pass deal to get access to those games or you're gonna go full-blown you know top of the top end playstation 5 with the disc drive with the potential to sell those games back either on amazon ebay or do your favorite easy mode trade it into gamestop get some sort of credit back because once you're because we had the whole digital debacle you know episode where if you get a game and it's not great and it's 70 bucks you're kind of stuck with it. There's no recourse for that. So that's, it's definitely an interesting way to think about it. And I think you've got a good idea there. And, and I mean, I don't know what your Xbox like game collection is, but you might be looking at that Xbox game pass. So you can have a huge library of games. Like the second you turn that thing on, you know, right. Definitely worth your, worth your time there. And, you know, um, I'm on Microsoft's website right now or xbox.com. Um, and it says for, um, you can even, <laughs> every, everybody's got financing now for 29, for $25 a month, you can kind of pay off the Xbox series S console and you get 24 months of the Xbox game pass. That's not a bad deal. Um, really, if no, you think really about not it, horrible. no, not in the grand scheme of things, but like on the flip side of that, like, what I've been trying to do, like, I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger this year also because you can't find either of these consoles anywhere. Yeah, everybody's but, hoarding them or they bought 30 of them or there's bots that as soon as things go, in, go into stock, they sell out immediately. Then, you know, yeah. all the all the scalpers on eBay trying to sell single consoles for $1,000, like more than twice of what they're actually cost. You know what? I'm going to have a PSA, you know, and I really hope this doesn't affect our user base of like 20 listeners or, or less or your money back. Money <laughs> back guarantee. You, yeah. If you are an eBay or bot scalper getting all these PlayStation 5s Stop and Xbox Series X's and ruining people's holidays and ruining the joy of gaming, 
you are a jerk. I don't like you. I don't want you to listen to this podcast. So go do something else. And I hope you open up your next freaking Mountain Dew and it's flat. Yeah. And you're That's banned. That's how I feel. We're banning you. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah, that. Banned. You're yeah, banned. Got him. Got him. All right. That's how it's done. All right. It's good. All right. Well, now that we got those listeners out of the way, we hope that the other <laughs> listeners are able to get their console of choice this season which it's again it's it's very very tough but if you do awesome and and really happy for you because we we just love gaming of all sorts um it is it's it's fun you know and and it's just like i don't know like that that's just kind of of a whole another thing if i think why i would go with this series s is it's like i think about games i would want to play on the series s and it's like i would want the master chief collection and halo infinite when it came out and then i would be happy which is which is great, but on the other side, like I look at the PlayStation Five, like uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure, Spider-Man Miles Morales, the the other like PlayStation Four games that are remastered. Like it's crazy. Did you know when you buy a PlayStation Five, you get a bunch of PlayStation Four games for like effectively free if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription? I did not know that. I mean, yeah, I, get, I didn't know they get, got like, upgraded. Yeah, uh, some of them like have like some modifications or are working on it, but the set of free games you get is crazy. Uh, what is it? PlayStation Plus. Uh, it it's got like God of War, The Last of Us remastered. Um, so you can kind of turn that on, and then kind of the same thing with the with the Xbox is you get this library that's ready to go right from day one. Like you turn it on, and boom. You've got games. Yeah, literally. Day one, you go in and you can have these games. Oh, here's the list. I found it. Oh, so are you nice. ready for this, Dakota? Like, this is another thing where it's like, this really makes me want PlayStation 5. Because you got to get PlayStation Plus if you're going to play online with your friends. Oh, yeah. Um, The list is you get Batman Arkham Knight. Solid. Battlefield 1. Solid. Bloodborne. Yep. Call of Duty Black Ops 3, The Zombies Chronicles Edition. Whoa. Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. Wow. Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, what? Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, uncharted 4 wait whoa wait so you're saying if you have playstation plus you turn on your playstation 5 in a playstation 5 that library is just it like those are just there for you yep that's really cool that's crazy right yeah no that is that's a good deal so then that way you're not like feeling like you have to wait for all these games because i don't know if you've noticed this but typically there's been a like a blockbuster game that they've been pushing and pushing and pushing that's like a console exclusive for release day and i don't know if i ever saw that i remember the playstation 3 was um and it bombed it was called knack and it was some like game where you're like this guy and he can like i don't know 
change his body into different things like he was like a stone guardian or something i don't even remember hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What the game was about, but I remember it was called Knack. And I don't remember what the PlayStation 4 equivalent was um, that they were pushing. Um, but there was like these AAA title games that were coming out right when the console launched that like kind of incentivized you to get it. So I don't I don't remember even seeing that for for this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I can't recall there being, um, you know what I mean, a, a collection quite that substantial. So, I mean, I, I don't know if it's to compensate to a degree. I mean, I think they've got a few, uh, you know, great launch titles that are, like, optimized for the PlayStation 5. Maybe it's just because those games were all also, they're available on the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 4 Pro if you want them. Mm. At least there's nothing that I can... Maybe the new Dark Souls is only on the PlayStation 5? I'm not 100% sure on that, but, like, Sackboy's Big Adventure, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, those are... You can get them on the PS4 just with overall less visual effects and bells and whistles. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, that I mean, that that's definitely a big incentive to get the PS5 right, right out of the gate, because you already have that library, or... Kind of like what we just said, like you're either going to have you're going to have to pay for that Xbox Game Pass or you're going to have to spend 150 bucks like on two games. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> really, because I mean, that's that's how much everything is getting now. Um, right. Which is which insane. Is crazy. Yeah. It's insane. No, I feel you, man. But yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of my thoughts on everything as it, you know, is currently going. I'm really leaning towards, you know, I was really thinking I would consider the Xbox route, but. I just feel like PlayStation five is, is where it's at. My, my big question, honestly, and I need to measure for it is I just don't know if it's going to fit in vertical mode in my entertainment center. That that's really my biggest question. I don't know. I don't really like it when it's laying down. I would want it to be vertical, but I mean, if not, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. We've got my PlayStation four right now is horizontal underneath the TV. It's the only place that it would, it. well also we have dogs that like to run around so and we don't have a, a stand uh to keep it up so um and just thought horizontal would be a little bit safer yeah totally well the nice thing is i don't know if you saw this in the box uh the playstation 5 comes with a stand for vertical or horizontal mode That's i nice. guess yeah in vertical mode technically you can prop it up on its own and it'll stand up fine uh, but they recommend you use the stand even in vertical mode just for, like, optimal ventilation. Oh, yeah, right, because otherwise it's, like, sitting right on the, its surface. But if you put it in the stand, it, like, gives it, like, half an inch or something. or like a, Yep, exactly. Just enough. Interesting. Well, if they can keep it sounding not like a jet engine's about to take off with that extra ventilation, I'd be happy. Yeah, for sure. And that's overall what I've been hearing. Like I said, I've just really been doing a deep dive on this. It seems like both sets of next generation consoles, if properly ventilated, are 
very quiet in comparison. That's awesome. I, I know definitely. I even have the PlayStation 4 Slim. Do you have you have the first generation PlayStation 4, don't you? Yeah, it's just the OG PS4. Well, I, I waited for a year, so I don't know if it's like the updated, like the 0.25, like PlayStation 0.25 or something like right before they went to the slim but i remember i waited a year before i actually got one man um, they can get loud i know even my yeah. slim sometimes i'm like geez i'm sitting on my couch and it's underneath in my entertainment center and i can hear it sounding like it's about to take off oh yeah no they don't uh you know they're they're about like one <laughs> one fan speed away from just taking off your entertainment center and flying away so <laughs> right a little little saucer yeah oh man and then it'll take off and then go away and then it just explodes in the backyard um but i don't know still hold up i mean still works so i don't know i guess i can't complain there yeah oh man that's cool well you know in the meantime uh this year all we got from nintendo was uh was a game and watch only hardware released this year no they released the uh nintendo switch Lite, like really early this year didn't they no that was last year was it yeah i'm pretty sure i oh, don't think man. that was this year yeah that like i had no interest in that because i already had a switch so right I, and it also went way oh, under my radar dock, man yeah yeah and it can't dock like that was kind of like the weirdest thing it was a handheld switch that can't dock but could play switch games i don't know i guess get a 3ds but like the the ds is Dead. Oh, it's discontinued. <laughs> so. yeah, no, they, they officially discontinued uh, all that business. I think you can maybe still get a 2DS, but no. Um, I will say I did get to hold uh, a Nintendo Switch Lite like, in person, somebody who had one. Mm. And I have to say, if, if you have a Switch, there is truly no reason at all and once you've been able to dock your switch like the whole idea of the switch to begin with mm -hmm. i can't imagine going to this but my best description of the switch light is you can't dock it but oh it is optimal handheld mode mm. like the screen's just the right size like it reminds me almost of like the playstation vita but just like more plasticky like it just feels more durable hmm. but it feels it's comfortable and it feels right like it almost makes me feel like man i almost wouldn't mind like nintendo switch Lite joy cons but that would get very convoluted and confusing but it, it, yeah. it feels like a complete package but i mean you're getting it keeping in mind games like you know mario party you know no longer really apply to you 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 can't dock it to the tv right and i would have much rather it been like you buy a switch light and then you can get a switch light dock separately if you wanted it mm. and then maybe it only outputs at 720p you know what i mean rather than 1080 something along those lines yeah i, I don't know I, I, I feel like it was a weird thing and it's like not that much like cheaper like it's still kind of expensive for what it is and you can't put it to your tv I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's you're sacrificing a hundred dollars for a smaller screen, non-detachable Joy Cons, and uh, you can't dock it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's it's so weird. But well, anyway. Oh, I guess uh, I can mention this. My 
most recent uh, Nintendo experience was um, actually I got that uh, Joy-Con repaired uh, through Nintendo because they've got that extended um, warranty program. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so that finally came back in the mail. It took like a week and a half, but uh, PSA, if you have a Joy-Con and it's doing that like weird drifty thing, just send a, a ticket to Nintendo. They'll send you a little box. You ship it out and or they didn't send me a box i sent them a box but then they send it back in a box and it's either fixed or they've replaced it but it's so uh ambiguous on what they did (laughs) Uh, you don't really know if you got a repaired version or if they just replaced the whole thing there's no way to tell but either way it got fixed and it works great that's awesome and that's the important part you know but with it, gosh, I just can't. I mean, it is Nintendo, so I wouldn't, you know, hold it against them. But I just can't imagine repairing a Joy-Con. Uh, would would be worth it. You know what I mean? As far as the overhead of disassembling the product, replacing the necessary components, and then shipping it back, I would really think it would be a full-on replacement, where that problem couldn't happen again. But yeah. I, that's just you know my two cents on it. But Nintendo is a, I don't know, it's like Santa's Workshop, man. They make magic happen. (laughs) Literally, how do they make their games look so good on effectively what is a, at this point, five-year-old tablet chip? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy how they've gotten so much life out of it, and there's so much more life for them to get out of it, which, um, if you'll allow me to segue... Uh, really Se- segue away. Hey, fair enough, I will. Uh, Nintendo 2021 new hardware. Hmm. Do you care if there is some kind of a more premium switch or switch to replace the current iteration? So I'm thinking either announcement of something like a, a Switch 2, almost kind of like it could work in a mannerism of I'm thinking like back to the game boy game boy color days i don't know if you remember that but it was like if you bought a game boy color like some of the games they were clear and when they were see-through and translucent you knew that those games would only work in your game boy color they wouldn't work in your yeah. game boy pocket or regular big fat gray game yeah boy. yeah that's right yeah they had like a slightly different um like designed to the cartridge yeah and they wouldn't fit in that big boy but they'd fit in the game boy color yep exactly so with that being said i'll I'll kind of put out two options just because it's it's heavily rumored you never know with nintendo though but what route either a you would like to see them go in or you think they might go in do you think they would do something in the lines of a switch 2 where it would work in that same format i kind of just described or rather a Nintendo Switch Pro, which everything still plays the same games, Light, Switch, and Pro, but the Pro could have higher output. Uh, you know, let's say it can output up to 4K, has more textures, something along those lines. But, you know, NVIDIA's had a Tegra 2 chip <laughs> for a while. I know we're running off a modified Tegra 1 chip, 
Uh, you know, that Nintendo's modified. To- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're liking, but they could definitely make some gains by putting a new chipset, you know, in the switch where we could get way better games yeah. but the question is would they do it i i don't think so i think i don't think they'd come on with the pro version i think they they would just go with the whole new console um just because if they did the pro version it's like well there's no benefit for all the switch games that are out there right now to run on this thing like unless all the developers decided to update their games to support 4k like i don't think that's going to happen for games that came out when the switch got released so i'm finding that i i just i feel like that that probability is probably lower than a, just a whole fresh new console you know and then if it's called the switch 2 maybe it can play the old you know the regular switch games but then there's going to be games that come out that are only compatible with the switch 2 i guess they could do that with the switch pro or something like that, but they didn't I guess really. They even did that with the D or the 3DS and the new Nintendo 3DS, right? Scheme, yeah, but <laughs> so yeah, who knows? I don't know. I, I I don't know if they'll necessarily do that. Um, but whatever it is, it'll still. I think it'll still play the previous generation games. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna upscale or like make them better in any way. You know, kind of like kind of like with every generation that they've done. You know the. Nintendo to the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo could play the previous games. Oh no, it couldn't. Super it couldn't. Nintendo could only play Super Nintendo games. Oh man, what? Why am I? What am I thinking of? Uh, the only Nintendo mainstay consoles that could play previous generation, the Wii, the original Wii, could play GameCube games. The Wii U could play Wii games, and that's it. And then Game Boy Color could play Game Boy games. Well. And then Game Boy Advanced up to the SP could play everything before, but the Micro couldn't. Mm. And then the 3DS could play DS games. So handheld, they've always been a bit more accommodating. But mainstay consoles, it was only a couple where that happened. And oh, it was man. when they went disc-based. Oh, man. Well, I guess that shows me how much knowledge I have because I never I never had a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo. Um, like, my only cartridge game was 64 but here we are um it's interesting so yeah i guess that makes that likelihood even smaller that they're gonna probably have something like that even though the switch is literally in between the regular console and a handheld version it's possible though i like the one thing that i think is different about it like when you look at it in in comparison so you know back in you know 
NES and Super NES. I don't, that was uncharted territory, so I don't know if that really counts. But like you look at like N64 to GameCube, like it was it was hard for them to do that because they were moving from cartridge based to disc based. Like, could have you imagined if the GameCube, like on top of its little lunch pail design, had a slot where mm-hmm. you could plop in your N64 cartridge? You know, <laughs> it it it'd be kind of weird. But uh, the the Wii and GameCube, I think it was easy to do. Uh, not only that, but like. From what I understand in my this is this is getting deep video game nerd knowledge. So I hope you guys are buckled up for the ride. But from my understanding, the uh, CPU for the Wii was basically just a modified GameCube CPU because little do people know the GameCube was actually the most technically powerful console of that generation compared to the PlayStation two or the first generation Xbox half the size, but it was more powerful than any of them. Interesting. And when used properly third party games, like if you looked at a third party game on Xbox, PlayStation two and on GameCube, it was typically no contest for GameCube, which is weird to think of Nintendo being the most advanced in graphics, but they were at the time, but since it was slightly modified, as long as the disk drive could accept the mini DVDs, it made sense to do. And then the Wii, which sold like what, 150 million. Oh, so like hotcakes. Yeah. You know, and to call it the Wii U as an extension of it, it made sense to continue to support the previous library of games. Whereas the Wii U did so bad. I mean, a, I mean, you can't put a disk drive, but it's like, you almost think about it. It's like, I don't know. What if the Wii U would have sold 100 million units? Would there be a disk drive add-on to the Switch? I don't know. Right. You know, maybe Could not, have... but it's like, it, yeah. it's really, I think, sales dictate it. And you can do the same thing, like, looking at the Game Boy line, you know, selling, what, 60 or 70 million units, if not more. I think, like, aggregately, if you include the Game Boy Advanced, it's something sickening, uh, like 150 million, but then the DS was like 130 million units. So when they made the 3DS, you better believe it, it was going to be able to play DS games because people have these huge libraries that they want to continue to play, which makes me optimistic that for the Switch, whether it is a Switch 2 or like a Switch Pro, it's most more than likely going to support it just because they literally can't make enough of them right now. <laughs> can't make enough of the Switches right now. Right. Yeah. I, they just quarter over quarter from what I understand. They're just the top selling console that's when you awesome. compare them. No, oh, that's awesome. So maybe that'll be, I mean, you know, maybe that'll be good news for, yeah, this second generation. Well, I guess it, you know, try to catch up for the, to the current generation, um, which Nintendo always seems to lag behind a year when the new stuff comes out, they wait a year then they release their thing. Um, so we'll see, but they've, you know, they've never really, you know, they kind of beat to their own drum sometimes do some weird stuff. You know what I'd love to see from them just as a, as another one-off thing. This is, this is often tangent land. So if you have somewhere else you want to go, Dakota, stop me before I go there. Cause I'm (laughs) about to go there. No, you're good. All right. So, Little little console released in 1995, considered Nintendo's biggest failure, had 14 games made for it. Can you name that console? Uh, it's Virtual Boy, isn't it? It's the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy 
was a console made by Nintendo is kind of like a stopgap between the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo 64. In some ways, light years ahead of its time, and in some ways, a just, just a mess. Uh, When I was into collecting, I had one. But imagine this. 3D gaming, like virtual reality gaming, in... 1995 with a 32-bit processor so like we're equating this to like the playstation one but all the graphics have to be red and black and you can only play it for 15 minutes at a time because the oscillating screens inside will give you a chronic headache which i can confirm after, (laughs) after dismissing the rules and continuing to play you will get a headache but with that uh you know whether it's like nintendo like loyalists or whatever like the virtual boy has like a cemented part of nintendo's history and i've seen them embrace it more uh, there were a couple games like whether it was like warrior um i think there was another one it was like tamadachi life or something like that um in more recent years where they like paid homage to the virtual boy like they have like shrines or trophies or things like that that you can get but with virtual reality really taking off and in a world where it's dominated by the oculus which in another tangent is so annoying i don't know if you know it. well obviously facebook owns oculus but mm-hmm. you have to have a facebook to have an oculus you cannot use an Oculus unless you have a Facebook account. Oh, man, that's not cool. That's crappy. Facebook's evil. Boo Facebook. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Sony, they're doing whatever. Microsoft's never mentioned it. You know what I mean? Well, they had but, Connect for a little bit, which was like a weird reverse virtual thing where it captured your room and then incorporated you in the other way. So that was weird too yeah (laughs) right right but not like not that like full 360 immersion so i don't know to me like as much as i love the switch i think they should just keep doing the switch as it is maybe improve battery life if they need to give it more headroom you can make like a revised model you know just don't call it new nintendo switch for the love of god new nintendo 3ds annoyed me so much (laughs) (laughs) but but i think if nintendo could do anything in 2021 where they could just be the absolute heroes is bring us the virtual boy too mm. and some and like literally like rethink it because it was just so amazing the games that were on it albeit there were only 14 but like two games that stick out to me to this day are um mario clash and uh the original wario land don't know if you know that the there was only, I think, Wario Land 2 and 3 on the Game Boy, but Wario Land 1, that that lives on the Virtual Boy. Wow. And the way that, even though it was in red and black and gave you a headache, they were magicians. Like, as far as the way you worked with the background and the foreground and how there was a sense of immersion as you were playing the game, I just feel like if they committed to it, they could make something in the price range... Because, I mean, really, we're at this point, uh, the Oculus Quest 2 is out. Uh, you can get one for $299, and it's great. Mm-hmm. You can play really high-quality games, you know, Vader Immortal, Beat Saber, uh, and the self-contained device. I just feel like the technology is there enough for Nintendo to put their own spin on it and just make virtual reality not down the path of uncool evil. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I think they could do it and make it accessible and, you know, kind of, again, kind of following their same line of doing something a little different than everybody else, but still kind of perfecting it in a way. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm just, you know, visualizing, like, you know, a headset that's good, lightweight, and, and maybe a traditional controller rather than, you know, working with all the motion controls, but... Oh, you never know with them, but I don't know. I'd I'd be interested in virtual reality because I don't know. I feel like on the other end of the the not evil spectrum, you've got Nintendo for gaming, but then you've got Apple, who I think is just going to skip over virtual reality altogether. We're going to get augmented reality glasses, and and this is another change altogether. But I'm I I don't know if I want my glasses to keep telling me stuff all day, man. Like (laughs) my my watch telling me stuff already is enough. Sometimes I just take it off because I'm like, leave me alone, watch. I get it. Quit tapping. (laughs) You know, so I don't know, just up in my face on glasses all day. That's, Hmm. I just don't see the value proposition. No, it'll be, it'll be tough. I don't see it either. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe five years from now, you'll be like, did you get the Apple glasses? Yeah, I got the Apple glasses. Like, you yeah. know, we might be in a totally different spot, you know, in a couple of years once AR um, does happen. But, uh, yeah, I've used some AR stuff before. Like, we've been looking at just for funsies. You know, we go, we have the IKEA app, and we, like, look at furniture and, like, throw it on. And, like, hey, what would this coffee table look like? we're not going to buy anything, but it's really cool to see like what some of the AR stuff can do right now. And it's still pretty early in, um, you know, in its development. So it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's some cool stuff. You can do it with Amazon. Like we did it with, uh, um, you can do it with all kinds of random stuff on Amazon too, like way more than what you'd think, but it's kind of weird. Like you'd be surprised. Just get in the Amazon app and you're like, view in your living room, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Man, I, it's been a while since I've been on Amazon. I, I'm just mad at them for being such an evil company. I'm like, why? Oh yeah. They're super evil, but I'll probably have to do that. Cause that sounds pretty fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, I actually, the most recent thing that I've done with the AR is actually, I like, I needed a ruler and, don't remember the last time I used a ruler. Um, <laughs> so I don't know where they are in our house, but I had to use that and got like an approximation with um, a ruler. And apparently Siri wanted, thought she needed something. Um, but yeah, I used a AR ruler to measure something. And then I like went about my day and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's even better. And I don't know if you saw this with the uh, new uh, iPad Pros, the most current generation, as well as the iPhone 12 Pros that have the built-in LiDAR scanner. Uh, that's even more markedly improved, you know, as they continue to work on AR kit and integrate the LiDAR scanner. Uh, but if uh, with the LiDAR scanner, you can immediately take somebody's height just by opening the measure app and tapping on the person and it can measure them. That's incredible. Right. And so it's just like, you know, we're at level one, you know what I mean with that? Or maybe level two, I guess we're a little bit further, but it's like, as those components can get integrated and move from pro level products into consumer level products. uh, I mean, it's, it's really going to change the game. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe, um, Maybe Nintendo will go 
to the AR versus the VR, but I doubt it. I think the PlayStation Vita tried to do some of that stuff. I remember when I got my Vita, there was, like, these AR cards, and, like, you could play these, mm-hmm. like, really weird, awful games. You put the cards down, it scans it, and then, you know. Oh, that was with... the 3DS. No, they the... came with those cards. The Vita had them, too? The Vita had it as well. Oh, yeah, it, it had a rear camera. Yeah, it had That's that cool. rear camera, and it was so, it was kind of janky. Um, but I never did anything with it, but, um, but yeah, they had those AR cards and I don't know. I, we'll see. And, but I mean, Nintendo yeah. is kind of moving that way. I mean, think about Mario Kart, um, that just came live? out. Yeah. yeah Mario, Mario Kart Live. Yeah. That's kind of AR where, you know, you're, you make a track and then you're viewing the screen and you're viewing the things you're viewing your living room, but through the screen and, like all these things yeah, are coming at you. I wouldn't even say that's kind of AR. That's completely AR. You know, because at that point you're augmenting reality. Like yeah. you know, all of a sudden now your Mario Kart has you know the Koopa Kids racing against you. There's items that you can use, um, which I'll tell you. I mean, if I had a large enough area where it made sense to you know utilize something like that, it it's a cool piece of tech. There's a lot going on in there, you know, for a little hundred dollar RC car. Um, Kind of a random fact about that I didn't realize. You literally can play all the same circuits. So you can do up to 200cc, you know, equivalent with that little Mario Kart, if you can believe it. That's too fast. (laughs) Yeah, literally the review I watched on it, they were like, it's completely unplayable. You will crash your little toy cart into everything because it's unplayable. No, (laughs) man, that's a bummer. But makes sense because 200cc on any... Mario Kart game is it's just unreal. It, it it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, no. It shouldn't be there in the first place. They just did it because they could. Uh, oh, Nintendo. You do some weird stuff, but... It's we, true. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, we got a little bit of time left. Is there anything else you'd like to lament on? That's my, that's my word of the day is lament. Lament, I'll tell you, I, uh, no, no lament here. I'm pretty content. Honestly, I was just mostly, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about video games, you know, all the Apple stuff's, you know, subsided. Uh, you know, can't wait to see, uh, you know, what happens next with this Apple Silicon, uh, whether it's, you know, M2 chip or whatever however the naming scheme ends up playing out you know with redesigned max i feel like you know we're in for a treat but yeah do you think there's gonna be one more event like a december event or do you think it's kind of we're kind of waiting until the spring now yeah i don't think we'll have another event but something that i've seen over and over again is that there's going to be one more surprise this year from apple i mean all i can really think they have Apple Fitness to roll out. Um, I feel like they have. I, the only thing that's been sticking out to me is I feel like they have to update the iPad Pro line now to have the i the A fourteen Z chip or something, and utilize that twenty watt charger because it currently comes with a eighteen watt charger. I feel like that's really the what they yeah. could update this year. I. I think that's going to be a next year thing just because it sounds like from what I've been reading supply chain wise is Apple is ordering mini LED panels, hmm. uh, which I guess, 
is a you know new superior technology that's you know really great i don't know a whole lot about it. i'm not gonna act like i know more than i do uh but with that it sounds like that might be what's going into the ipad pros which the production orders are set for q1 2021 hmm. so i'm wondering if because apple did like a an update early in the year like what was it march time for the ipad pros that that will be the new annual cycles the ipad you know so it's it's off right now, you know, with the iPad Air having the A14 chip, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if, you know, that's what it's going to transition to and it'll feel more normal, you know, going forward. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, but it just gives us another chance to make another episode and give our thoughts right. on it. So we're, we're, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. If Apple wants to give me a Christmas surprise, let, let's just get AirTags out. I'm tired of reading about them. I just want to see them. <laughs> I don't need them. I don't lose anything. But you know what? I I just want to see that they exist. <laughs> yeah, and so that it's not a vaporware. Yep, most definitely. I after air power, I'm just not ready to get hurt again like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems it seems pretty solid from everything that that I've been reading at least. So it seems yep. like it's it's almost a done deal. It's weird. The weird thing to me is it just sounds like they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere, man. Like yeah. they just keep delaying the release of them. And so I don't know. Honestly, I if they have a full on warehouse of them, they totally like two weeks before, you know, Christmas could be like, here they are, 50 bucks a pop. And then they're like, ha our Q, I guess what, December probably rolls into Q1 numbers. Yeah, I'm guessing. Q1's going to look real good, boys. Yeah, and they're like, well. <laughs> Aha, uh-huh. remember we sold all those iPhones and iPads and then M1 Macs that sell like hotcakes? And uh, oh, yeah, now AirTags. Yeah. Thanks. Boost our <laughs> other section. You yeah. Know? So we'll see. Don't worry. We, we're doing pretty good about doing this weekly. So if it happens, you guys will get to hear all about it. That's right. And then we get to do all the research on it, too. So we're, we yep. like doing that. So cool. Well, I think uh, I think it's about time to take us out. We only got like a minute left because we're uh, that's just the plan that we're on for Spreaker. So we just got to send it out. And any last things you'd like to tell the good people? I'll just tell the good people. Uh, visit us over at downtonerd.com. I uh, hope you like what you heard. Got any questions? Email us uh, Dakota at downtonerd.com. Chris at downtonerd.com. Search uh, at downtonerd on Twitter, Instagram youtube yeah anything else definitely literally anything you can think of we're there and we are literally waiting we are waiting for your call just like you hear on infomercials i'm telling (laughs) you we hear something from you we're gonna say something to you call 555 down to nerd yeah i mean don't call that number but (laughs) yeah that might that might be a bad number but you know no no it's a good number (laughs) all right Cool. Well, with that, I, I guess that's all we have. I don't want us to run out of time. So. Yeah, we're getting very close. So I think with that, let's uh, let's send them out. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Down, Down to Nerd. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.